Rise and shine, liberty-loving patriots. Welcome to the Chris Ann Hall Daily Journal. Chris Ann Hall here, K-R-I-S-A-N-N-E-H-A-L-L.com, where we are liberty over security, principle over party, and truth over your favorite personality. Hey, JC, you know what? I decided I don't discriminate. If you are not liberty over security, principle, party, or truth over personality, you can be my friend. Okay. But I'm not going to vote for you. And don't expect me to change. Okay. So just a little PSA out there for you. We can be friends. I can be friends with people who don't agree with me. But guess what? I ain't going to vote for you. That's how it works. Uh, sorry about that little glitch in the intro this morning. <laughs> this afternoon, I was apparently not paying attention to whatever buttons I was pushing. We have some Supreme Court cases up that I want to talk about today, JC, because... Uh, again, what we have is a bunch of bad, bad, <clears throat> bad, bad press. And how is it? I don't know, JC. Help me out here. The f- more we fight against the division, wherever it is, the more division I see. Now, Gorsuch who we've always said has this tendency, he's, he's what, what he, is that proper term a maverick? He doesn't follow party lines. He's the Constitution guy, right? And so when he follows the Constitution, now all of a sudden, you have people, again, who are saying Gorsuch the liberal, Gorsuch the so-called conservative, Gorsuch needs to be hung from a pyre, it's now it's it's as if we don't have enough division in America. We actually have to invent it. We have to we have to bring it into the situation. This we have become so absolutely driven by cult personality. What was that song in the 90s, Cult of Personality? Living color. Yeah, that used to be like an intro for our show before <laughs> Fa- before, before the censors, before the Twitter sense, or for before the YouTube censors. Well, I but think what you're talking about just reveals how statist the conservative movement is, and that's what you're, that's what you're dealing with. Yeah, but but the lefts are are statist too. They're just statist. Well, no, but that's a given. from a different no, perspective. Yeah, but that's a given. But conservatives don't think they're statist. They think we're for the, or they'll say we're for the Constitution. And they're actually not. Yeah, I don't know, man. It's just, what constitution? So once again, you know, here I am out there on my own, little constitutional limb, trying to teach people what's really true. And then I get things, but but Mark Levin says he's in a constitutional attorney. I, was he really a constitutional attorney? He's an attorney. He's an attorney. But I don't think he was a constitutional attorney. I don't know what kind of law he practiced. He was in the Reagan administration is all I know. That's his claim to fame. See, that's how these people get big, don't they? That's how they get names. They, they get involved in politics. But he's a conservative. But, but he, I mean, he's got a good, I don't know, marketing or whatever. So the image is constitution, constitution. So he says constitution so much that that's what's associated. But he's federal <laughs> supremacist. Like we've had, we've looked at these things, federal supremacist. He's 
uh, in general, anti-state sovereignty. Yes. Uh, Anti-nullification. Mm-hmm. Uh, judicial supremacist. Is, is, so typical, is it accurate he's, to say he's that a he is also a, a Trump sycophant? Yeah. Okay. Because it well, seems I, like whenever I, anybody in the Supreme Court has yeah. a decision that's unfavorable to Donald Trump. I don't want to sure. throw labels on the man. I'm just no, saying I, he my is observation is... No, he's very pro-Trump. Yeah, okay. So my observation is whenever any judge does anything that is contrary to the narrative from the executive branch or... I but that's a, that conservative thing I, again. I, I, I don't re- know. It seems I remember one occasion where he criticized uh, Trump from a constitutional perspective. Yeah. So... It's not like the guy's always wrong. I mean, who's ever always wrong? But, uh, but I think Mark Le- Mark Levin is is a conservative. That's what he is. I mean, that's the problem you're dealing with. People think well, conservative is the thing. I'm a, I'm a conservative. Okay, that doesn't mean you're you're with the Constitution because conservatism uh, has a couple of tenets that do not line up with the Constitution. So that's what you're dealing with. So people. People are uh, people judge the Supreme Court decisions based on conservatism, not based yeah. on the, the principles of the Constitution. So well, one of the things of conservatism is very typical is the religious right uh, kind of viewpoint. So right. anything that looks like it's pro-homosexual, right? Not it's not the fact that a, a person who uh, is an American who happens to be a homosexual uh, also is entitled to all of the rights that you are entitled to as an American. So the portions of the religious right and conservative movement don't think that way. So if you're gay, you don't deserve all of the constitutional protections that the rest of us do. And so that's the crowd that you end up with criticizing Gorsuch because he's a fake conservative. I would say that's that's somewhat accurate because he's not fake, but he's not a conservative. Well, that's going to be my point, because Mark Levin tweets out today, quote, the so-called conservative court makes a hard left turn. You don't want a conservative Well, you know, I, I actually couldn't resist. I usually leave Mark alone. I usually leave the big heads alone, because it, it doesn't do me any good to, you know, to go jousting with windmills. But the thing here is, I, I can't. I can't let this go because, first off, it's very hypocritical, right? Because, number one, we've become so politically motivated that now even the Mark Levins of the world are, are referred to, and I don't say even now, I believe he's been doing this for a while, refer to the court as right or left, okay? We don't want a right or left court. We don't want a conservative court or a liberal court. We want a constitutional court. You got Horowitz. Uh, tweeting out or writing an article saying conservatives get massacred by fake conservative SCOTUS. I want to ask you a question because me, for me, as a liberty-minded person, that statement by Horowitz is offensive. How many gay, lesbian, etc. people do we know in the conservative movement? So what we're number. supposed to believe is that the and and here's what here's why I I think it's offensive, right? Because Horowitz can have his opinion and Levin can have his opinion. Let them have their opinions. That's what liberty is all about. The problem is, do you know exactly what they're doing? I think I'm going to go ahead and try to put this up on the screen. 
Um, okay. What they're doing, JC, is giving the Southern Poverty Law Center ammunition. Mm-hmm. They're saying conservatives are anti-LGBT rights. What does that say to every conservative that leads a gay lifestyle? That -hmm. they're not welcome. Now, SPLC takes this to these people and says, the people you associate with now believe you don't belong as a conservative. Because you believe in the rights of all people, regardless of race, color, creed, ideology, you know, sin, sin, hello, <laughs> sin. That's the funny thing to me. Oh, my as, goodness. As, as These people don't deserve the rights. You guys, Mark Levin, Horowitz, you are playing right into the, the hands of the Southern Poverty Law Center. Now, this is what's crazy, JC, because they'll call me racist. They'll call me a white supremacist. They'll call me a bigot and a hater. And I'm the one that's standing up here because this is what the Constitution is about. Yeah. No, I, that's, that, it's a head scratcher to me when the, it's supposedly turned into a religious argument. So as a pastor, when, and you know, the substance of this case talking about who, you know, being able to fire people because they're gay, mm-hmm. right? And they'll say, oh, well, homosexuality is a sin. Where are the other arguments being made about firing people for other sins? Because here's right. a news flash. Are Homos- you going to fire people Here, Here's now a news a flash, day. church. Homosexuality is not the sin, the only sin. So I, I never hear the arguments about, you know, we're, I, we should be able to fire somebody for list the sin. I mean, run through... How many? I don't know. But there is no other sin, sin that people are talking about, right? But so it's, this is, I don't even know what this is. There is this fixation uh, about homosexuality as if it's the only sin, the biggest sin, and no, no religious person complains about anything else. There are no lobbying groups. There are no anti-whatever Right. Insert lying. Where's the anti? I fired this guy because because, you know, somebody told me that he told a lie. Yeah. Where where does that come from? Well, here we go. How about how if we just keep it in the bedroom? Do we now start firing people because they committed adultery? That was my first question. Like, okay, these guys were fired from their job because they're gay. Were they employed at a baby factory? How how does that? what, What part of their job did this have to do with it's? It's it's a bizarre sort of thing. So yeah. if you if if your perspective as a Christian, if my perspective is as a Christian is homosexuality, homosexuality is a sin, then that means it's a heart issue right. that has to be dealt with through the gospel. Right. OK, so uh, adultery as a sin. We need to make sure that no adulterers have a job. We need to make sure that no gluttons have a job. We need to make sure that no liars have a job. So why is that only said for one sin? I've been asking this for years. None of my fellow brothers and sisters in Christ have been able to explain this for me. Here's the thing, JC. These three cases were very, very specific. And you get lost in the propaganda if you don't actually go and read the case. So I've I've actually posted a link to the case 
on on my uh, Facebook page. And uh, I've also posted it uh, somewhere else. I don't remember. On my Well, on both my Facebook pages. Go read the case. You have two Facebook pages? I do have two Facebook. That's oh, I have amazing. to have two Facebook pages. Wow. I, I don't have even to. have, I barely have one. Well, you have to have two because you have one and you have a professional one. It doesn't mean you do anything I with don't them. Have but. A professional. So here is the, here is, that is the case. Now, when you read the case, JC, all of the arguments that are being flushed out in the, you know, court of public opinion, what people don't realize is that the government or the employers all conceded that this was simply because they were gay. They conceded an argument. Yes, we fired them because we found out they were gay. There was no misconduct alleged. There's an argument floating out there where one of the guys wanted to wear a skirt to work. You know, he wanted to wear the women's uniform because, and but that's that's the problem. That argument was not brought before the Supreme Court. Right, that's dress code. Failure your... to follow dress code would be grounds for termination. Right. Right. So they didn't make that argument. The whole argument was, oh wow, I found out you're gay. Sorry, you're gone. And now it's this whole. Well, the Civil Rights Act says that you can't discriminate based on on uh, uh, race, gender, creed, uh, religion, or sex. Let's, let's, so what does sex mean? Before we go too far, before people like Mary check out, this does not apply to churches. Okay, all right. Let me, uh, yeah, you thank you. You need to say that first yes, because people, because okay. there are Christians listening, their minds, their yeah, brains going right. to explode because okay, they okay. don't understand these things. All right, so here we go. This does not apply to the church. The church is exempt from this clause in the Civil Rights Act. Churches do not have to hire homosexual people, okay? They don't have to hire homosexual people. Churches, there's a, there's a whole section of people, of groups and, and businesses that are exempt from the Civil Rights Employment Act. And that are, they are uh, churches, religious organizations, religious schools, and private clubs, okay? That's why you can have private clubs that do not allow women to join, okay? We you can have a private club where no women are allowed to join. You don't have a civil rights complaint because private clubs are exempt from the Civil Rights Act. Which you would say was unconstitutional on the face of it because oh, yeah. so, private businesses shouldn't be forced right. to you know, I've 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 seen all of this flow out here, and it's flushing out a lot of things that people just simply don't understand. First off, the civil rights. We'll say that again. You're right, JC. I was very, very negligent. I didn't say that. I should have said it first. When I made the post on Facebook, the church was the first thing I addressed because I knew people were like, okay. So, number one, the church is exempt from the Civil Rights Act in employment, Okay. That's a whole different issue. Number two, there should not be a Civil Rights Act. The Civil Rights Act is the federal government exercising authority that was never delegated to them. I mean, you can search all day long and ten times on Sunday. You will not find a clause in the Constitution that says the federal government has the authority to tell the people 
and private businesses who they can hire and who they can't. You have to hire these people. You don't have to hire these people. The only authority that is within the federal government is to control federal employees. That's it. So the Civil Rights Act is not an exercise of constitutionally authorized authority. Now, I've heard people say, well, the 14th Amendment. Well, read the 14th Amendment. The 14th Amendment says that the state cannot deprive people of rights. It does not say private businesses. And this shouldn't be new to anybody that's been on our show right. for a long time. We've said this all the time. But Chris Ann, racism. Private businesses have the, private business owners have the right to discriminate. I have the right to discriminate. And in response to that, if I go to a, st a place of business and they say to me, uh, we, don't, we don't serve brown-eyed women under the under uh five foot six you got to get out of here i'm like see ya yeah and then i'm gonna gather up all my brown-eyed women under five foot six say these are hateful scumbags don't eat there and we're not gonna go there that's how the free market is supposed to work some people think the free market's broken because of the federal reserve and the free market's broken because of of um you know the way government hands out grants no the free market is broken because Private business owners don't own their businesses and don't have the right to exercise their rights in private business ownership anymore. That's why the free market system is, is broken and doesn't have so much to do with money as it has to do with the operation of commerce. So, I just, this is where, this is where then this, the, the SPLC cherry picks what I say, right? Sure. Chris Ann's against the racism. Civil Rights <laughs> Act. She's racist. You know what? Uh, yeah, and the Boy Scouts is a private club, which is why they are the Boy Scouts. And the Girl Scouts is a private club, which is why they are the Girl Scouts. And so, you know, that's how that works. And I, I knew this was going to be controversial. I knew this was going to throw Always people is. for a loop. But when you... S why is standing for what is truly liberty and what is constitutional? Why is that? controversial why is it that that being true and i'm gonna say this so listen up being true to god's gift of liberty being true to love your neighbor as yourself being true to love your enemy not just your friend is so controversial among the quote-unquote right conservatives I, I don't i don't get that i justly just don't get that and it and it has to do i guess what what samuel adams said that no people will tamely surrender their liberties nor be easily subdued when knowledge is diffused and virtue is preserved we've 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 turned away knowledge and virtue thomas Paine. i mean he's he that would make his own liberty secure must guard even his enemy from, from oppression. For if he violates this duty, he establishes a precedent that will reach unto himself. How do you After all the years of Obama, 
after all the years of complaining about an executive branch persecuting the church using unauthorized authority, how is it that now the, conser- the, the self-proclaimed conservative, the self-proclaimed right, pick up the same exact sword to wield it against everybody who does not agree with them? How can, I mean, seriously, the Christian population, JC, we are supposed to be better than that. We are supposed to be better than that. We are the ones under God's commandment. We are the ones that actually take God's commandment seriously. Well, that's how the is problem. It, how is it that we turn around and pick up the stick that our enemy beat us with and turn around and pick up and beat someone else? Because they do not believe or understand what they say they do. Here's the problem. The church does not believe or understand the gospel. The conservatives do not believe or understand the Constitution. It's simple as that. The gospel is the power of God unto salvation. So if, we, if you believe that as a Christian, then why do you run to government to use the power of law, the, the hammer of the law, to enforce righteousness, right. to, to enforce church doctrine? That means you don't believe the gospel. You do not believe that the gospel is the power of God and the salvation. If you believe that, then you would not need the government to control homosexuals. What happened to the gospel? You don't believe that has the power to affect sinners? If you say that group of people is a sinner, guess what? You have one tool in your tool bag to deal with sin. That's the gospel of Jesus Christ, period. You run to the government to replace the power of the gospel. The Bible defines what you are. Not a believer, an idolater. Well, when I teach about the principles of religious liberty... That's fact, by the way. Yeah. I'm giving you the word, and there's going to be a lot of religious right that I just pissed off, and you don't like it. Yeah. But it's the truth. I always tell people, it's God who created us free. And if God doesn't send a lightning bolt to strike you dead for for doing something he doesn't agree with, then the government shouldn't have that authority either. Liberty, and this is the other thing people don't understand liberty. Let me just take a break in sec- a second here and say thank you, Nate Bama. <laughs> thank you, Nate Bama, for your super chat. He says the corruption has infested every inch of our government and judicial system. They don't play by the rules, but we try to win playing by the rules. How are we supposed to win like this? Because winning is not the goal. Winning is not the goal. And that's part of the partisanship that we have to get away from. Being principled is the goal. Being principled means that you don't ever have to fear your enemy. Being principled means you don't ever have to fear that you're going to have to change what you say you believe in because there's a new person in office. Being principled means you don't have to apologize for believing and doing what you do because what you're doing is because of principle and not because of personality. Thank you, Roofers54, for the super chat donation. Keep it up. And by the way, I stand by what I said, every word of it. I, you know I've been saying I've been mm-hmm. preaching just what I said for over a decade now, and it's not going to change. I know, you know, we... 
we make new Christian friends and people come in and come out and they don't get it, that's where I stand. That's why I stand there. I believe the gospel is the power of God and the salvation. Absolutely. Period. Nothing more, nothing less, nothing else. So I am not part of the religious right. I do not believe in using the arm of the government for, uh, to enforce religious doctrine. People talk about, what about murder? What about abortion? These are social issues. No, they're not social issues. That has, that's a liberty principle. That's not even a religious stand for me. That's a violation, right? We, you have a right to life, liberty, property. So murder, abortion, that is depriving another human being of life. That's a liberty issue. I don't See, even have to make a religious argument on that. Because the, the first law of liberty is that liberty knows no bounds other than you cannot harm or control the right of another. You, that's it. We're built on liberty. All this, well, we're a Christian nation. We're this, that, and the other. We are not a theocracy, people. And our founders, save one or two, even the most religiously devout of them, would have stood before you and told you you're an idiot if you think you want a, uh, you want a theocracy. Because theocracies are tyranny in the hands of men. The only time you're going to have a theocracy that actually works is when Jesus returns. And, and then I'm not going to care about government when that happens anymore anyway. We'll have the final perfect government. But while we're stuck here, while we're stuck here, Madison said if men were angels, we wouldn't need government. We're stuck with government, but government must follow the rules of liberty as handed down by God, that you are free to do what you want to do as long as you don't harm or control the right of another, period. And that's why murder and abortion are a liberty issue. That's why theft is a liberty issue. Because you are harming or controlling the right of another. And that's just, that's just how it goes. Hey, while you're watching, make sure you uh, hit that subscribe button right there. And you, right there. And then you uh, hit the thumbs up. I'm not sure if we're going to be censored today or not. But you always help us if uh, you give us a thumbs up and you like what we're doing. Because then guess what? We beat the algorithm. You know what I find amazing about this case, JC? So there's, there's the huge attack against Gorsuch as being the so-called conservative. But let us remember that we've always told you Gorsuch is not a conservative. He's a constitutionalist, okay? Now, Kavanaugh in, in this case uh, actually comes, uh, writes a dissenting opinion. Okay, so Gorsuch delivers the main opinion of the church. Kavanaugh, court. a court. Did I say church? <laughs> that was may have been a Freudian slip. Uh, the court. And Kavanaugh issues the dissent. And what's interesting is Kavanaugh has taken up the task of quoting the founders to justify what he's done. Now, all of the sudden... Now, all of the sudden, Kavanaugh wants to, uh, wants to quote Alexander Hamilton, all right? Kavanaugh says, but we are judges, not members of Congress, and an 
And in Alexander Hamilton's words, federal judges exercise neither force nor will, but merely judgment, according to Federalist 78. Well, that's very true. But that's very interesting that now he, he you know, that's a, 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 a quote he wants to quote, considering how many other times that didn't, he didn't find that convenient. But I want to ask him why he can't quote how uh, Hamilton says that original intent is the only proper way to apply the Constitution. I want to know why he doesn't quote Alexander Hamilton in saying that all laws contrary to the Constitution are invalid. Why is it now that, uh, that Kavanaugh is going to quote the founders when it suits him and any other decision that he makes, like affordable health care? I mean, I know he wasn't on the court when that decision came down, but he helped write it. You also have Kavanaugh quoting uh, James Madison, uh, we're the power, and he's talking, he's, he's quoting Madison about separation of powers. Since when was the Supreme Court, since when was Kavanaugh dedicated to separation of powers? Excuse me if I don't give you any credibility in your cherry picking of our founders because it suits you today. Because original intent is more important to the founders than anything that the Supreme Court has ever done. They're the ones that expanded their role. Now, I want to ask you a a question. All men are created equal and endowed by their creator. Is that true? Did our founders truly believe that? If that's really true and our founders truly believe that, then how can you say that someone should be fired because of what they do in their bedroom. By the way, you equally have a right, uh, you know, to bake a cake or not bake a cake for whoever you Absolutely. want. Absolutely. Right? Absolutely. That, that's another thing that people can't seem to, it's like one side or the other. Like they, they can't think liberty through the lines of all of these different situations. Absolutely. Just, just bizarre to me. I, I don't understand people's Again, process. The the liberty aspect is the right to choose and the right to be free from government infringement. Now, if you're going to apply the Civil Rights Act, I I already told you, the Civil Rights Act is unconstitutional. And we're talking about firing. Like, you you already hired the person. Yeah. It's not like (laughs) you And then you're saying, this is the reason I'm firing him because of this. And you're a dummy. You are a dummy. Right, for even saying You that. are an absolute <laughs> idiot as an employer. You deserve to be slapped in some kind of way for firing somebody for something stupid like that, especially with the one guy who wouldn't follow uniform. Yeah. Fire him for not following the uniform, the dress code. Right. Seriously, you let people go long enough, the average person is not a perfect employee makes no sense. They're going to have an opportunity. That, that was honestly my first reaction. Like, they actually wrote that down? I know. Like they actually said Okay, it? but you know. I, I need to fire this guy, uh, let's see, because he's gay. Yeah. Like, why would you? I can think of a thousand creative ways to send somebody down the road than something I know is going to get me a lawsuit. Yep. 
so you're almost too dumb to have a business. Well, you remember, JC, <laughs> my boss, my former boss was right. a lawyer and he fired me for speaking the wrong thing. So yeah, and just put it in an email and put it in writing <laughs> and put it in writing. OK, so if you're going to force the Civil Rights Act, can you really look me in the eye and tell me? that somebody should be fired for what they do in their own bedroom. And Georgia's clearly a right to work state like Florida, right? So mm -hmm. they had to get they or no, uh, no, wait, how does will. that how does that work? Is no, it's an at will. At so will. they didn't have to give a reason. <laughs> so shut your mouth and just say sorry, we don't need You're your fired. services anymore. You. Have a nice day. You know, we're we're not going to renew your contract. We're not going to, you know, we're we're downsizing, right? If you're going to be an How idiot, go ahead you? and be an idiot and lie. We're, I'm sorry, we're downsizing, okay? But, uh, you know... Stupid is as stupid does. Stupid is as stupid does. And that's why bad facts make bad law, right? That's why we're here today, because people are dumb. If you're not dumb, you don't get yourself in these situations. So uh, that's, that's, the, that's the whole thing, JC. I don't know. Maybe we should have titled this, this show today, uh, People is Dumb. But, and, and again... This is this is this is going to make people not like me today. I don't know. No, I don't. It's just crazy. I don't know. The other case that we have coming up is uh California sanctuary cities rule stays in place after Supreme Court rejects Trump's challenge, okay? So, um uh, once again, oops, oh, sorry. Once again, I'm just leaving it there. Once again, uh, we have this problem with understanding what this is all about, okay? If you can't, there, if you can't read the case, if you can't know the facts of the case, if all you're going to do is regurgitate what you see on Instagram or Twitter, don't talk. Don't say anything, please. Take the time to know what's actually being said. California sanctuary city rules stay in place after Supreme Court rejects Trump's challenge. I wonder how many people out there who are outraged that this falsely conservative court, which, by the way, Gorsuch is on the wrong side again, okay? And Alito and Thomas are the only ones on the, you know, quote-unquote right side, mm -hmm. all right? So... Uh, if I tell you that that Thomas is on the right, on on the one side and Gorsuch is on the other, what do you think the defining issue is? State power. Thank you. Hallelujah. What this is, people, and 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 I don't know why I didn't mean to save this for last. Thomas is always pro state power. Always. No, 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 no. He's this is police. He's against yeah, police state oh. power. Really? Yes. Thomas is. Thomas. Against okay. state power. It's about... Um, so here's the thing. And I want my constitutionalists out there... You mean states there. as in states versus federal? Yes. Or? Yes, yes. Oh, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. So f state versus federal. Thomas is in favor of federal power as opposed to state power. Right. Not the police state. Okay? All right. right. So Thomas is voting against the sovereignty of the state. Yes. There we go. Now we're clear. Thank you. Always. Yeah. So here's the thing. 
Those of you who are my constitutionalists, those who are conservatives who lean constitutionalists, even if you are Trump fans, you like Donald Trump, be very, very careful how you support this case. Because what the Supreme Court has said is, now listen very carefully, the state law enforcement does not have to enforce federal laws. If you disagree with that, you are now undermining your sheriff's ability to protect your rights. That case goes back to Scalia and Mac Prins v. U.S. They said way back, Scalia said that local that state and local law enforcement do not have to enforce federal laws. If the federal government wants them enforced, let them come and enforce them. And if you disagree with that, then don't even bother trying to find a constitutional sheriff. Because your constitutional sheriff has to know that the state does not have to enforce federal laws. And that he, do, he or she does not have to enforce federal laws. So, this is not about Trump. This is about the executive branch looking at the wrong solutions for this problem. We've talked about this, solution, this problem of cities and states bestowing the benefits and privileges of citizenship on non-citizens. We've told you time and time and time again how this should be handled. If the local government is the one who's allowing this to happen, you can't rely on them to do anything about it. So step number one, you've got to withdraw federal funding. You withhold federal funding. You don't let them have any federal funding. Step number two, doesn't even involve the federal government, JC. Step number two is the surrounding states issuing sanctions against California or whatever place it is for not upholding their terms of the contract. If they're not following the contract of the Constitution, meaning that we delegated to the federal government the uniform rules of naturalization and these local governments are now denying the application of uniform rule of naturalization and then giving people the rights of benefits of citizenship without being naturalized, that's a breach of contract. The members of the contract, the parties to the contract, now have an obligation to sanction the disobedient member of the contract. And then it goes from there. So, I'm just... You know, they're typically this about... This stuff makes me want to pull my hair out. They're typically about at least 30 red states in America. What do you think would be the effect if simultaneously 30 states said no goods from California will be imported into our state? Don't tell me until, that's radical. Until sanctuary cities are eliminated and they... Uh, fulfill their obligation to our mutual contract known as the Constitution. Yeah, okay, so real quick, thank you, Larry Rogers, for your super chat donation. But don't tell me what JC just said is radical. 
because California did that to North Carolina. To North Carolina. Yeah. California did that to North Carolina. Said we will not allow any taxpayer dollars to be used in any commerce of North Carolina. How is it, JC, that California gets the whole contract basis of the Constitution and they don't even believe in the Constitution? So, I, I don't know. Well, they know they're, they're an economic powerhouse because Silicon Valley and various things, and they throw their weight around like that. But who's buying their goods? Who's buying their services? rest of the country. Yeah. So we don't understand the power we have right. over California government. And I'm sorry, California residents, but just saying. We love California. We love California people. But, you know, I mean, everybody must admit on their own state and local level that what we are seeing happening in America is because the vast majority of the American people have checked out of local politics. Mm -hmm. They have absolutely checked out of local politics. Yeah. And you can't, you can't get your feelings hurt when people start talking about how bad your government is when, you're, when, when it's the people's fault that their government's gone bad. No, it was fascinating. Uh, I was a couple days out going door to door for uh, Charles Boswell, who's running against Red Flag Chad here in Hillsborough County uh, for sheriff. And, you know, we're, we're targeting, obviously, this is for the primary targeting Republican voters, uh, super voters voted, you know, consistently in the primaries last two or three years. And I found probably about, uh, you know, most of the people I'm knocking on the doors, these are people, they, they're, you know, conservative, Republican, you know, red, watching Fox News 24 hours a day. Uh, at least 50% of the people that I interacted with, they had not a single clue what was going on in their county and in their state. No. They could tell you every single thing in detail by the second that was going on with Donald Trump, but they have no clue. I, I would ask them about a pastor being arrested for having church in, in their, their county. Co in their county. Never heard of it. Didn't even know it happened. These are Republican voters, what's, what are known as super voters, who have voted in every single election for the last at least two years and have no idea what's happening in their own backyard, but no Trump by the second. Because they're watching Fox News around the clock. Fox News doesn't report on local goings on. Mm -mm. Uh, pa the, the Pastor Rodney Howard Brown, who was arrested by the sheriff, popped up, you know, because it's a thing, popped up nationally a couple of times. But if you weren't there at that moment, mm -hmm. that registered in your mind, you don't know what's going on. So mm -hmm. it was astounding to me when you talk about people being unplugged, checked out. You're talking about the most faithful voters right. in that electorate who didn't even know probably the biggest event in their county in the last however many years. Now, they know about the Tiger King, right? I don't even know about the Tiger King. <laughs> I don't even know about the Tiger King. I don't even know. I don't because, and here's the thing, because uh, th stuff about the Tiger King 
more reports have been on Fox about that, right? Some lady who allegedly fed her husband to tigers or whatever. More reports were done on Fox about that than a preacher in America being arrested for having church. Priorities much? (sighs) And again, be careful the position you take. You might actually get what you ask for. You just won't want it once you get it. Because I'll say it one more time. Do you want the government to be in charge of deciding who doesn't, who gets, who's allowed to be discriminated against and who isn't? I mean, seriously, if everybody can be discriminated against, that's fine. If nobody can be discriminated against, that's fine. But we start saying this person and this person and this person and this person, you can't be discriminated against, but this person and this person and this person and this person, you can be discriminated against. What kind of world are you going to live in when when your Donald Trump is no longer president of the United States and you have an AOC or a Kamala Harris style president in the office who now gets to go eeny, meeny, miny, go, eeny, meeny, miny, no. Because mm-hmm. that's the situation that you're asking for. You want the federal government to be able to command by force and law that your sheriff must do as they say? Come on now. Be careful what you ask for because you don't want it. And as long as we have to sit here and be the voice of reason to give liberty some few minutes of airwaves, we will do that. I mean, I, I can't imagine, I don't know what we've, what, what kind of life we've, we've turned aside, what kind of things that we don't do, what kind of things that we do do, but I couldn't live with myself if I sat by and, and, and said nothing. And I love you. And that's why I said this in the beginning. I love each and every one of you. And I don't say that out of, uh, you, you know, lightly. I love many of you because I know you. The rest of you I love because Christ commands me. And so I'm going to tell you, liberty over security means something here. This is not some jargon, some logo. Principle over party means something here. I can't tell you how many things JC and I have walked away from. Truth over personality means something here. The money we've walked away from, the influence we've walked away from, the potential power we've walked away from, because those things mean something here. So I will love you, and I will continue to love you, and we can still be friends. I have family members who don't like what I say. Sure. You know? I mean, I'm not going to stop loving them. They're going to stop being my family members. But, hey, I'm not going to vote for you. If, If my dad arrested my pastor for having church. I would not vote for my dad. Sorry, Hank. I would campaign against my dad. <laughs> and and he would, you know, he'd probably be the first to tell you himself. 
you know? When I teach, JC, when I teach about the forgotten founding mothers, <laughs> Prudence Cummings Wright comes to mind. Yeah. Prudence Cummings Wright, uh, her f the men of her family, brothers, husband, sons, off fighting, all the women guard their community. They become the militia. Prudence Cummings Wright is the is the is the captain of her of her local militia, and the women are guarding Jewett's Bridge, which is the entrance into the community. Nobody goes in, goes out unless they go over Jewett's Bridge. Two men, two British loyalists, and and a British general come marching, come riding horses towards the bridge, and they hear these women talking. And they. And one of the men recognizes one of the voice of the women, and he says, whoa, I can't go any further. The other man, his name was Whiting, and started mocking him. What do you mean you're not going any further? You can tell these are just a bunch of women. And the guy says, no, 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 that's not just a bunch of women. I recognize that voice. That voice is my sister. And she will kill me before she allows me to pass. Now, this is not, you know, some revision of history. This is actually the history of the Cummings Wright family mm -hmm. on their family historical page about how, and they wrote a poem, somebody wrote a poem about it. They've got it published about how Prudence's brother heard her and took off. Right. And would not go. Meanwhile, Whiting crosses the bridge and he, he finds out what a group of women can actually do and why Prudence's brother ran away. They so, took him captive and uh, seized intelligence off of him and turned him in. Yeah. They actually <laughs> thwarted a battle because of what they did. So when, you, when I tell you that I can love you and you can be my friend, but I'm not going to support you unless you are liberty first, liberty over security, principle over party, truth over personality. I want you to know I mean it. And I have historical background that, that stands with me on that. And personal. And personal. And personal background that stands with me on that. So, um, like, And when I say I wouldn't vote for my dad, I mean it. And he would tell you, yep, she means it. So I, I just, I want us, and this is what we endeavor for at libertyfirstuniversity.com, the knowledge that brings the virtue that Adams talks about. You want to, quote unquote, make America great again? You want to, quote unquote, keep America great? You better start working towards the principal thing instead of towards the party thing. You better start clinging to your truth rather than dying on the altar of your favorite personality. Because I'll never have to apologize. Amen. And that's just, and that's the truth. <laughs> I don't remember that little thing on laughing. I just aged myself. But nonetheless, that's where we are. So, um... If you have any questions about the Supreme Court, go ahead and contact us. If you have any issues uh, what you, uh, with what I've said, go ahead and contact me. I think that I've pretty much, um, I think I've pretty much made the solid sound case here. I've been doing a lot of conversation on the, um, on Twitter and 
and Facebook about this, trying to just help people. You know what's interesting, JC? People are shocked. How do you take up with those people? I don't know what you're talking about. I'm not taking up with a single solitary person. That's, you know what, JC? That's it. They see people. Mm -hmm. Everybody sees people. How can you stand with that person? How can you do this? I'm not standing with people. I'm standing on principle. And that's the difference. Do we have t-shirt shop open up again, JC? Uh, not open up. I just, I just wanted to mention, uh, still closed down uh i'm i'm considering opening it up i'm i'm just hesitant to we still have over 30 orders in the backlog uh because of the <clears throat> ongoing pandemic restrictions and and uh and then the riots were an influence. Yeah, somebody so the, mentioned in the twitter feed that they hadn't gotten their yeah so the yet, supplier so. and uh, fulfillment center has been disruptive so they've said it could be up to six weeks for fulfilling orders I hate to open it up to that. Uh, I think I'm going to open it up and, you know, for those who are willing to accept that it could be six weeks, then fine. Um, but, man, I'm trying to do all I can to, to, to get them to press and speed up and whatever, but... I just, uh, some of it's beyond Jesse, my control. JC, I need to mention this on the air because I get this question a lot. Uh, people want to know how do they contact me to hire me to be their lawyer. Um, I, I am not able to take a lot of, I'm not able to take many cases at all because of what we do is so time consuming and intensive. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm actually flying to Arkansas tomorrow to testify at a political, at a government hearing, I wouldn't call it political because then it sounds like it's Republican versus Democrat, but at a government hearing. And um, I just, I, I think people get their feelings hurt when I don't, you know, take up their cases. But it's just not something I'm able to do. Now, in that, if you contact me, you can contact me through uh, Facebook. You can, you know, give me a private message through Facebook, uh, through my professional page. I actually try to get to those. Sometimes I'll go a, a week or more before we get it done, but I, but I do get to them. You can contact me. Don't, don't DM me through Twitter. I never look at that. You can contact me through the website, chrisannhall.com, chrisannhall.com, K-R-I-S-A-N-N-E-H-A-L-L.com. We don't have our things up there today. There you go. chrisannhall.com and uh, get with us and ask me questions there and I do my best. If you want to donate because this is something that you believe in, then please, you can always super chat us. You can donate through the website, chrisannhall.com. There's a donate button there. Is our texting thing sure. working? Mm -hmm. Do we still have that up there? Yep. Okay, so text impact 2020 to and then you have to follow all the instructions, all the instructions to the very end, and then, you know, pick your donation amount and they will help you. But everything that you do, even your support here, even when you, you, you subscribe and like what we're doing, you actually help us. Because the more people we can hear, the more people we can, um, and the more people who hear, the more we can change. So... Uh, Jewett's Bridge, Donovan Jewett says, how do I find out? Oh, look at that, Donovan Jewett. You might actually be related or something. 
So Donovan Jewett, look up Jewett's Bridge. You need to look up uh, Prudence Cummings Wright. So you held her musket, did I you not? I did. Prudence uh, Cummings Wright. Yeah. Yeah, our friend Dan Fisher actually owns her her rifle, her musket. Her musket, yeah. Her musket. Actually, yeah, I it's held massive. it. It's massive. It is. They're all massive. Huge. Those those muskets are huge, you know? And I just, hats off to them. Because you only get one shot at a time, <laughs> you know? And you have to load it through the top of oh, the barrel. You, but you could bludgeon <laughs> the crap out of somebody. <laughs> Right? It's like bigger than a right? 50 cal right, you right. Know, sniper. This thing was, it was taller than me. It, it Yeah, it is. I don't know if it was actually taller okay, than you, Okay, it was you, JC, but... taller than you. Yeah, it was taller. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it was huge. <laughs> it was taller than me. It is taller than me, but it is very big. I have to find that picture. I actually still have that picture around somewhere, but it's amazing. And so, um, yeah. So thank you guys for everything. Yeah, you could be sitting in the kitchen and hit Uncle Jed on the front porch with the butt of the rifle. <laughs> no doubt. No doubt. Yep, yep. Oh, Larry Rogers is working on the Ben Shapiro meeting. Awesome. Yep. That's great. Thank you so much. I would love to meet Mr. Shapiro. That would be a whole lot of fun. Oh, I want to say hello to our new friends, Paolo and Donata. Yep. Paolo and Donata from Italy. From Italy. Who who listen to our show. show. Uh, we actually met them last night and from Italy. And I'm just excited. You know what, JC? They told me. And we, we heard this from some people from the Ukraine the mm. other day as well. They told all the immigrants come here, become naturalized citizens, tell us the same thing. It's terrifying because we left where we were from to escape what we see here. Yep. But we are the remnant people. We are those who are not caught in the great delusion. It is our responsibility to keep and fight for liberty first. Don't let them stick a fork in America. <laughs> stick back. Oh, my goodness. JC just got our video banned. Thank you, man. Hey, but that's legal in the state of Florida. Hey, Snowflake. <laughs> God bless you guys. See you next time. <laughs>